This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. Let's appreciate the choir this morning. Thank you. Blessed be your name. God is good. What is in Philippians 4, 19? It sounds like 419. Philippians 4, 19. It's <laughs> when people don't wait on this, then they become 419. <laughs> but my God shall supply. How many? Say it again. How? There is what is called the riches of Christ. My God shall supply. Revelations 5, before we take our seat, let's just read verses. Um, we start from like 12. Revelation 5, 12. Saying, what is the Lamb of God that was slain to receive? What's the first word there? Number two. Number three. Number four. Five. Six. And seven. There is what is called the true riches. It's superior to any material thing. Hallelujah. This morning, I believe, is coming on everybody. Finally, before we take our seat, Luke 16, 11. Jesus began to let people know that I'm not talking about, the Bible says in Luke 16, 11, if therefore you have not been faithful in unrighteous mammon, the best of material things will still be categorized under unrighteous mammon. The Bible says, who will commit to your trust the true riches. Hallelujah. So there is a relationship between how you handle what is called unrighteous mammon and then the entrance of true riches. And I will use Solomon as an example this morning. And then we'll stop again. We'll continue later. God bless you. You can have your seat. Thank you. Hallelujah. If you are unfaithful in an unrighteous mammon, every cupboard that comes to your hand counts. But we are talking about something bigger than that. Then I want us to read Revelation chapter 3 verse 17. Jesus spoke something. Let's start from 16. One of the churches that he had issues with, because thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor off, I will spill thee out of my mouth. Then the next, next verse, the Bible says, because thou sayest I am rich, and increase with goods, and I have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Next verse. God has a way of rubbishing the riches that men of this world value. There are things that money cannot buy. True riches will give you what money can buy, what money cannot buy. Hallelujah. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in fire, that thou mayest be rich. There are men in the Bible who demonstrated 
this dimension and we can look at Abraham, we can look at Joseph, we can look at Daniel, but maybe we just stay with Daniel and Solomon this morning. Hallelujah. Solomon was so rich that all nations bowed to Solomon. Solomon's wealth came from, uh, it was what you call a supernatural wealth, a supernatural endowment. That was what God promised them in Exodus, when they came out of Egypt and they, during the Exodus, more precisely Deuteronomy 18, Deuteronomy 18, the Lord said that thou shalt remember that it is the Lord thy God, open right with that, but that give thee power to get wealth. So there is an anointing that attracts wealth. This is not teaching of materialism. This is understanding the fact that the definition of two riches is not to stack money in church account. Please, and those who are listening, they should not think this is one of the churches where uh, they want to present to get anything from anybody. I am showing you the fact of God's word that in the midst of what is going on in the world, there are material things, there are riches, but there's what is called true riches, and God wants his people to have access to true riches. True riches simply means you tapping into the treasures of heaven. Abundant supply. You might not need money to operate it. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So that's why I say, my God shall supply. Now, thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power. So there is something called power to get wealth. That means there is a grace. And Paul described that. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8. Let's read. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8. Thank you Lord Jesus. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you, how many times? Having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Again, you might not keep 10 billion in your account. But whatever is considered as a good work, when it is time for you to do it, when this grace is on you, it causes the door to be open. So one day, Solomon, the Bible says Solomon loved the Lord. And this is the way to live. No wonder the Bible says that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, it has not entered into the heart of men, the things that God has prayed for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us by the Spirit. For the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. That's First Corinthians 2 9. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. There are things that God has kept. The Bible said that the secret things belong to God. When he was talking to Cyrus, he said, I will show you the hidden treasures in dark places of the earth. Why? God kept them. There are resources, there are treasures that God has kept from all eyes. And when he sees a man who walks in his path, it begins to endow the man with ability to interact with all these things because they are in invisible form. I read to them, uh, well, we were talking about something else in the other service, but you see, there is something that God puts on you and good things of life begin to gravitate towards you. Okay, so Nebuchadnezzar was the king of kings all over the world. In the then world then, he ruled over other nations. But Nebuchadnezzar had a dream 
that he could not get an answer to his money could not bail him out the magicians and the astrologers could not in fact when he told them that i have dreams i have forgotten the dream tell me the dream and the interpretation in daniel 2 in verse 11 precisely they told him that no man can tell you this is except the god whose dwelling is not with the flesh that was what they told him that you are making a request that mortal men but they have forgotten that the bible said that ye are gods daniel came from that dimension that did you say only god can interpret this well in our kingdom we are all gods that's why god is called the god of gods <laughs> glory to god in our kingdom also we are all kings that's why jesus is called king of kings he has made unto he has made us unto our god kings and priests and we shall reign on earth are you following me they said nobody except the God who's dwelling. Then Daniel went to pray. And the Bible said the secret was revealed to Daniel in the night. Now, when this thing shows up in you, it will be one of the manifestations of the seven spirits of God, which I'll be talking about, or the two horns, the seven horns that are upon the Lamb of God, which we are going to read about in a while. But you see, the last uh, three verses of this Daniel chapter 2, I want to wear Nebuchadnezzar bow before Daniel. Now, who is the superior person here? Everybody was worshipping Nebuchadnezzar. In fact, he made a, a decree one time. Okay, it was Cyrus that did that. That nobody should make any request except from the king. Nebuchadnezzar made an idol and set it up and said, everybody must fall down and worship his idol. He was like a god. If I became so great that everyone had to smite him one day, and then he became an animal. And after seven years, his kingdom was returned to him. So mighty was this guy that no nation was uh, too difficult for him to conquer. But you see, when he had an issue, and Daniel tapped into the invisible realm, into the pocket of Jehovah, into the treasures of heaven, to bring something down, then something happened. Then the king Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and worshipped Daniel. All the staff in the palace that they must have been like, what's going on here? We are used to worshipping this king. Now our king is worshipping someone else. Because when the wisdom of God shows up, when the wealth of God shows up, when the glory of God shows up, it rubbishes all the things that they call glory. Because there is no glory except of God. Aye. That's what the Bible says that the creator is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And the sons are here. Ah, can I hear a louder amen? amen? This is why I've been teaching about the seven streams of the Spirit of God and the seven streams of the anointing. It's not to add to your knowledge. It's that as we are speaking by the grace of because it is the words of it's the word of God I'm sharing with you. Something is happening to your spirit, man. Something is happening to even your soul. And you are going to leave this place. And this will be the reality of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Things are too quiet around you. But the time has come. That men might know that truly Jesus that you call Lord is truly Lord. Say loud amen. Again, I pray for everybody. That before the end of this month, something will happen in your life. That will cause men to applaud you over because of you. 
people haven't seen true riches. See, this is why people gravitate towards paper. I just told you one time. I started by saying that it's an intangible thing. But when it comes on you, God did not drop anything from heaven on Solomon. He just said to Solomon, like I'm saying to you now, he said, I have given you wisdom. You know, the highest power is loaded in the word of God. I will keep referring to that. Highest power is not in any material thing. Those who understand this, they, they detach. This is why I say, even, even at the level, low level, eh? um, people do astral projection and everything. They're always more powerful than those who hold charms. At the spirit level, material things are useless. So Christians don't want to tie something and keep... It's okay for babies who little faith, say, I want to use oil. But you yourself, you carry, the, you carry God inside you. God does not dwell in any physical building. It has pleased him to dwell inside the spirit of a man. That's why the Bible says you are the temple of God. You know what God can do through you? The same thing is God and Satan, they fight over mortal men. Because this machine you call man is extremely powerful. God made it so. There is no demon that can appear and say we should not have service. But a man in authority, a government official can say that I cancel and services do not hold in many places. Satan understands the power of man. They function at their highest level when they are inside the man. If he cannot attack you, they can't visit you in the dream, they can't do anything, they can arrange a boss that will frustrate you. Because once man is involved, the power of Satan is amplified. God also uses men. Because this is the realm of men. When I say men, I'm talking about men, both men and women. This is the realm of the mortar. So spirits here, they love to use mortar to climax their power. I get what I'm saying. Glory to God. That was why as soon as Moses got to the palace of Pharaoh and the battle started, battle of rods, God on one side, Satan with the magicians, but they were all using men. Moses would do this, the magicians would do the same thing. But they were mortal men that people were seeing. But the spirit backing them, those spirits were manifesting through them. God's spirit through Moses, evil spirit through the magician until they surrender. There is a dimension of wealth. People will not understand this. That God can entrust to a man. And it will come in two or three ways. Or many ways actually. Actually, all the seven spirits of God. Or seven manifestations of God's spirits. When they land on a man, they will always attract a measure of material wealth. For instance... When Elisha healed Naaman, Naaman carried all the resources and brought it. Elisha said no. Because the display of it, money is a means of exchange. The sincere truth is that when heaven gives you something, if you have the spirit of counsel, I just gave an example for service about Ahithophel. If you counsel people out of the problem they can never come out of, Charlie, the wealthy one, they will want to bless you with material things. If you possess the gift of healing and people are looking for children, if you minister to them, they will want to, but you must not charge anybody for any spiritual endowment. 
But I'm just saying that there will be a reward. So Daniel just walked in and he said, Bast, I just perceive in my spirit right now. From this moment, supernaturally, many of you will start giving answers to issues at work and in places until your name is much set by. People are rising here and your name is going from where it is now to the ends of the earth. The queen said to the king, there is a man in your kingdom, he's called Daniel. Again, when the handwriting wrote on the wall and nobody knew the meaning, they called for Daniel. Writings are still on the wall. Whether they call it Wall Street or whatever wall, believe me sincerely, rulers of the world are confused, they are afraid about the future of the world. But the spirit of Bible says, when the Holy Ghost shall come, he will show you things to come. We have seen how banking is being done now. We have seen how things are being done now. What people are not sure of what will be done in the next 10, 15, 20 years. But in the name of Jesus Christ, when the Spirit comes, it gives you ability to see ahead. You might not know the reason, but it begins to position you to be able to be at an advantage because this world is changing very fast. When COVID ended, we increased the number here. It buried some other people. I didn't know anything about COVID, but many of you will testify, and all the leaders will testify. Normally, I don't get angry, I don't fret, I don't, you hardly see me raising my voice or anything. But as the leaders, on one or two occasions, I raised my voice about cell. I said, please, beyond the general church, we need to start having homes. homes and I was so aggressive, but the Lord didn't show me anything about COVID. But he just kept telling him that you must break into groups, into groups. So when COVID started, people were, I would come here and preach alone. People were watching in houses and everywhere. We had more money during COVID than before. He will show you. He might not tell you exactly. See, there is a language of the Spirit. This is what, maybe if I want to help you, I will just pause a little on this and say, see, start paying attention to how God is speaking to you. You always expecting God to speak to you in a particular way and you ignore many times the way because somebody has told me, I saw a vision. I saw several creatures. I saw those things. Yet, by prophetic gifts, some might be able to see. But see, if you don't need to see a vision, you don't need one. There are three types of vision. You are talking about the external one. God keeps painting picture on your heart. You are rejecting it because no trust appearing to you. Stop that nonsense. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Even when Satan was going to kill Paul in shipwreck, at 27, Paul did not, God did not speak audibly to Paul. As we were about to enter the boat, Paul just said, I perceive that this journey will not end well. Look at the word. It was a reaction from his spirit. No matter who you are, even if you are endowed with the highest prophetic knowledge, God will speak to you 10 times more by what you perceive than showing you something. Why your spirit is, in, is created after the image of God. Your spirit man understands certain things. When you pray to us as you pray, your spirit is searching. Give him opportunity or give it to talk to you. Paul just said, can you imagine something as great as shipwreck? It's or later an angel appeared to Paul. But initially he just perceived. He didn't even say God said, say I perceive. How many times have you perceived? This relationship will not end very well. Don't apply for this job. Don't leave your job right now. Don't travel. But you discounted it. After discarding it, we're looking for a prophet. 
if you build your life in a way that is not a New Testament way, you will make a very big mistake. I've been wondering people looking for prayer, somebody to hear God for them. Get on your knees and pray. If all your energy can carry is 30 minutes prayer, God will find a way to reach you. Expect God to speak to you. In the school of the spirit, expectation is very powerful. Expectation is a form of faith. When you believe that God will show you the way, he will. When you believe that God will show you the only way you go and talk to somebody, then that's what will happen. Can I hear amen? Am I helping somebody? Praise the Lord. Let's go back to that. So Daniel just... Then the king came and said, oh my God. Then he fell down before Daniel. Everybody must have been thinking that, so this is the true master. And the Bible says he worshipped Daniel. Daniel just showed him that all your gods are useless. And then worshipped Daniel and commanded that they should offer an oblation. That's offering, sacrifice. They brought sacrifice before Daniel. Daniel was at all said, if you guys stop this nonsense. They brought it to Daniel. In that chapter 14, by Lucas, the divine nature is powerful. As for thing, Paul was preaching in Nicodium. And there was a temple opposite where he was preaching. They were worshipping their God there. Paul saw a man that was impotent on both faith. And he said to the man, stand up. And the man got up. And the Bible said that the priests of that city bought gallons and wanted to make sacrifice to Paul. They had never seen this before. Hallelujah. It shall be said around you, what manner of man are you? People who have known you will soon be afraid of you, not in a negative way. They just be wondering why the presence of God is in your life and it must show. Glory to God. Go back to that, Daniel. Let me just, it must show true riches. Ah. Then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many gifts. You know, Daniel was captured as a slave. Imagine the king getting down from his throne, bowing before a slave and showering the guy with gifts. But Daniel understood something. He made the ruler over the province of Babylon, chief of governors, over all the wise men in Babylon. They have a title, to call him master of magician. That your magic is too much. So they call him master of magician. That was, Daniel requested of the king. And he said, ah. Okay, next service is what I'm talking about. Times and season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to say something about what to do in your harvest time to multiply the harvest. Are you... Daniel, he said Shadrach, Daniel requested of the king, see, when you are promoted, remember your friends. Shadrach, Meshach, I will say a lot about that. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat at the king's gates. When they promoted and they said, sir, no. He brought the children and they said, these are my friends. Let me give them things. Promote them. But me, before my promotion, I was sitting at the gate. I will also continue to sit at the gate. Let me tell you this. Your season of wealth will never end when you understand this principle. That as God promotes you, you promote others and remain humble in your own eyes. Don't get carried away 
if wealth cannot carry you away, it will continue to multiply in your hand. You are not afraid to wear the same thing. Even though now your income is 100 times what it used to be. Of course, you will move to another level, but your heart is not set on those things. You can see enter anywhere. Now, something shocked me when somebody told me that Warren Buffett, the same place he'll be drinking coffee in the last 30 years, he's still the same place he's drinking coffee. When he was a young man and he was not one of the richest in the world, the same place. See, sometimes there are some people, even though they might not be spiritual about it, but they understand certain principles that some believers don't know. You'll change friends and destroy yourself. So all those who are there right now are the ones who are there because of what you have. Daniel just sat at the gates. He said, don't worry. And you know one thing? It's not part of my message. Chapter 2 of Daniel was Daniel's show. Chapter 3 was the time of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were the ones, when they were thrown into, den of, into fire, Daniel was not there. I'm sure people left that. Daniel didn't bow, but nobody would report Daniel. You can't report a man that the king has shown so much love. Because in chapter 2, God, the king promoted Daniel. If your king has bowed before somebody, we'll go and report that kind of person to the king. The king will chop off your head. You also king bowing to a man. And now you want to go and tell the king that, sorry, uh, when you say all of us should bow, the man you bowed before yesterday did not bow. The king will tell you that, did you hear yourself? I said all of you should bow. The man I bowed before did not bow. So what should I do to the man that I bowed before? Come, let's bow your head. <laughs> so they left Daniel, but they reported Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, that's why it's important. Uh, greatness is good. Greatness is good. You know, I read about the rich man that Lazarus died at the gate. I will come back to Daniel Shedram. Died at the gate. At Ab- he saw Lazarus at Abraham's bosom. Lazarus that used to eat food under his table. He was still seeing Lazarus as a poor man. He said, Father Abraham, send Lazarus to bring water. Why not say, Father Abraham, bring water? His mouth no carry him. Abraham was a mighty priest or not. He was still a mighty priest there. Lazarus was Aaron boy here. <laughs> the rich guy was still thinking that Lazarus would have been like, sorry, are you talking to me? All things have passed away. But he, there's just one lesson there. Don't be a beggar. Of course, God had changed his level. But the man says, he sent Lazarus. There were many people in Abraham's bosom. Why not ask somebody else? But he recognized that face. This guy... Poverty is bad. Sincerely speaking, I tell you the truth in the name of the Lord. There is nothing dignifying about poverty. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah, people make a statement. We know we are poor, but we are proud of who May not be proud of something bad. Of course, not having money does not mean you are you are inferior to anybody or anything, but don't celebrate what is not good. Yeah. Don't get out of here to do so, but believe God that Lord help me to move to another level. Not that the apostle stays there and then you're happy. Can't pay school fees and you're happy. I get what I'm saying. Chapter 3 was the show, the day of glory of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they two came out of the fire, the king said, Show, I've never seen this kind of and the king elevated them. But I did not read anything that they spoke for anybody. Or spoke for Daniel or anybody. And you know what? From that chapter 3, 
we did not hear anything about them again. Till the 12th chapter, in the, till the chapter and they close, nothing was said about them again. Nothing. You know, in life, overtake is allowed. If you study Acts of Apostles very well, start from chapter 12, chapter 13, it was Barnabas and Paul. Barnabas always mentioned first. It was in chapter 13 of that Paul over two Barnabas. Then it became Paul and Barnabas, and later Paul, no Barnabas anymore. And one day when Paul was talking to disciples, he said, when you come, when you are coming, bring Barnabas also. What a Barnabas was his mentor first took him. He said, bring him when you are coming. It has become that. That Paul instructing younger disciples that when you are Isha, Malabas or Tebambo. They separated in chapter 15, and that was the mistake Barnabas made. In life, this fits more into Caesar's than <laughs> In life, there are people you should not separate from. Ask lots. There are people. You are destined. You rise as they rise. Yes. If you cut that tie, that's what has happened to many, and including secular singers, many of those who started as a group. 70% of people who start singing as a group, when they split, you don't hear anything about them again. They are destined to be as a group, but when they split, they go. Because that is the way God made life. There are sports that you do as an individual. There are sports that you do as a group. All of them. Yes. If the people like Messi should go for a solo sport, it would not be popular. If we started with that, it wouldn't be known at all. What as we say, both alone. If we say both should go and join a group, they will cancel a star. In the wisdom of God, some do well alone. Some must be a part of a group for their glory to shine. When you miss it, you miss your timing. By your blood, you are crushed, principality. Jesus, Jesus, in your name, establish authority. Jesus, Jesus, the righteous. Immediately God spoke to Solomon. And I will continue from all over the world. People began to come. To show a class. Queen of Sheba brought gold to Solomon. These people were rich on their own. Solomon did not enrich them. But none of them could match Solomon. Because his own came from God. And the Bible says all kings bow before Solomon. And there came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all the kings of the earth. Which heard of his wisdom. Everybody. And they kept bringing gifts. And they kept bringing gifts. It is not something that uh, happens uh, uh, in the fact. What God does is that he introduces these true riches in one of the seven strings into your life. That's one of the ways. Or one of the seven arms. Either a spirit of counsel. Either a spirit of might. Either a spirit of power. We talk about power demonstration. Something comes on you that is not tangible. But it produces a tangible result everywhere, every time. When they wanted Balaam to help them cause the children of Israel, they came gather all the treasures in his land for one man and sent a spe- he sent top officers to beg Balaam to come and just alter a war to cause. Every spiritual endowment 
it produces. Daniel became so rich, he rejected some keyboards. They kept giving him and kept giving him and kept giving him and they kept promoting him and kept promoting him and kept promoting him. That's what you will find everywhere. One Joseph turned the entire wealth of Egypt to Pharaoh. Pharaoh told Joseph, when they said, go and meet Joseph, any crime, just go and meet Joseph. He became so mighty. I am sharing this because the Lord is looking at his people. Take your eyes from that 10,000 in your accounts. There is true riches. Now, Jesus likened this too by saying, and we'll get into this, that if you are not faithful, everyone, you know, here we don't, I don't teach tithes or false fruits, false fruits. I don't think I ever preach a whole message and all we are talking about. I've always believed that believers should know what to do. But here is the truth. Those who are guilty because you are tight fisted, when it comes to kingdom stuff, the Lord is not angry with you, but the truth of the matter is that you can't cross into supernatural wealth. Let me show you something from Solomon. There are three ways of getting into what I'm saying now. Number one, Daniel 1 8. You must have a pure heart. Daniel proposed in his heart any Christian that begins to help them to share ungodly money in the office, you have lost your treasure already. God, light and darkness cannot work together. God does not enrich through bribery and through method. In fact, when you start doing that, you are showing that you don't actually believe in the kingdom wealth. So like, you better make this money. He walks in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. Daniel proposed in his heart that he will not defile himself with a portion of King Smith. I have told you two stories before. When I was having an NPC, I told you, and they did not pay us for three months. And now, they mistakenly paid me. Remember, they didn't pay us for three months. We were so broke. And it looked like this is just ritual to collect the money. In the north, I think they are very, they believe so much in religion. So when the Muslims will fast, they will, at the end of the fast, they will give all the people in NNPC gifts or they will convert it to money. Then the same thing for Christian fast, Lent, Catholic. And they asked me, I said, I'm not a Catholic. Well, I fast twice every week, but I don't do 40 days Lent. But there was somebody that liked me in the admin office. You see, she put my name. One very nice lady like this, but she just put my name, she decided to put my name as people entitled to collecting money for fasting. Me, I was waiting for lunch. They used to give us lunch in the office. Some just lunch. So those who were fasting would not party, so they would give them, they would convert those 40 days to money. And we're broke, and they were paying the money, and they called my name, and they and I told the man that, no, I did not fast. The man himself was shocked. I was still talking about it. I'm thinking now. He said, but I have not paid you for three months now. I said, yes, but I said, my reputation is at stake. Lest we say tomorrow you have made Abraham rich. We don't prosper by this. It will be a test that all Christians will pass. So I said, no. And I turned back. Then one girl was telling me, he said, now I know that you're a Christian. But see, if you end there, God will take care of you. We still did have money. We're broke. And I was, I told, I told him, so I was in my office and this lady just came, you know, she was the youngest senior staff. She came from a bank and maybe she read that, but made that senior staff and the what we know, you know, when they make some people leaders, the world is in trouble. She was just about two years older than all the coppers and you will greet her, she wouldn't answer. 
She just had this all compass. In some mad, they they didn't like her at all. One day I saw her in the corridor in the morning. I said, I even had a headed man. Said good morning, man. She just passed. Honestly, my flesh said, said "Come." You know, I felt like talking. I but I, I just let her go. So that continued, and she was in my admin department. How go and saw me fine now? You entered of a good morning, man. She would just look. Say, is that the is that the form? Are you true? Can I have it? Honestly, one day I almost said, "Kilo, kilo, kilo, she leave." But but she continued. We we got to take it. And then one day she just came. Just opened the door, and I said, "You." Can you drive? I said, yes. She just left. And I came after me and I dropped the key on my table. Come and take me to the bank. Ah! <laughs> you know, we all thank God for grace. If she saw the words coming from inside me, she would die. <laughs> Honestly, I want to say that. Son, are you well at all? <laughs> that when they employ me here, driving, I, if I would drive anybody, you... You did not even greet. I was just, when I just picked the key. And all through the journey, you know, the, the, the NMPC is very far from town. She was just making calls, just with her friend on the phone. We got to the bank, just said, stay here. She, that was what she said, said, stay here. And went out, sat down with the manager, and they were gisting. And I was on the car. Honestly, I just got to home worship so that I won't get angry. And that kind of thing. Ah, Tori, no, let's that is the reason why I said, Lord, don't let me just say. And she came back. Don't that the guy said, let's go back to the office. I were driving. And she didn't say anything. When we almost got to the office, she said, ah. just said, you are very quiet. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 now somebody is tempting me. <laughs> he said, are you always quiet like this? Ah. Like this, <laughs> but I, I didn't say anything. We got to office and she went away. Then she just came back the following morning. I said, Hey, she just became so nice. I heard that they've not paid you guys for money. She brought, apparently, she went to collect money. A bundle. I said, Take. And I said, No, I don't want. She said, Take it. I said, I don't want. Inside my other Lord, ah. Don't let her take it back. But I, I had to. I said, oh, no, I don't want. They just drop it on the table. I said, if you like, if you like, don't tell. And then she left. Of course, when she went out, come on, man. I said, blessed be the name. <laughs> you know, other companies came to my office and said that, ah, we are broke. I said, who are the we? <laughs> We're not there for the same category anymore. <laughs> that define we because some of us are not broke. <laughs> God is good. There is true riches. It comes with contentment and satisfaction. Jesus said it can be given to you. So I just want to end with Solomon. How did he get it? So I said number one, the fear of God. Daniel 1.8. When they got to Babylon, before the spirit of wisdom came upon Daniel, Daniel first of all demonstrated purity. Bible said Daniel purposed in his heart. He will not defile himself with the portion of king's myth, nor with the wine. Therefore, he requested 
when you get to an office, can your first, de- your first demand be that keep your purity and your faith? Ah, men and brother, we are too much mixed up in our time. It is painful. How Christians compromise? How Christians? Talk about, is there any office in Nigeria that you don't have Christians? Some states and Alfredo live in different places complain or maybe rigging near this one. Are there no Christians in those places? It grieves me what saints, what people do. As they share, we share with them. This is why true wealth is not manifesting to many. Daniel looked at Babylon. They decked them with the best of food. They, he just said, no, I cannot eat this. God was watching. Can you begin by standing on what you believe? Your convictions. I cannot do this. No, I cannot do this. When you do that, then you give God a room to show that now, let us now show this world the superiority of our kingdom. Once you use any underhanded method, God removes his hand. It's not committed. For Abraham to have slept with a guy, God was quiet on him for 25 years. Even somebody that God loved. It shows that there was no conversation between God and Abraham for 25 years. Out of mercy when he was 90. He had this when he was 75 or 14 years, sorry. Out of mercy, God came down after 40 years and said, Abraham, walk before me and be perfect and I will make. I don't like this. I kept quiet on you for 14 years. God didn't say anything to Abraham. You want Ishmael? Have it your way. And how many times is God saying that to God's people? Oh, you want to share with them? Lord, share. Take it. Quote, quote, Kana Bible. Not the real Bible. Heaven help those who help themselves. Now where man eat chop, eh, he walk in the chop. All those philosophical statements that are from the pit of hell. Say it. God will say, no problem. Have been that way. Join them. And when their punishment comes, we partake of it. Don't call me to have mercy. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's the first thing. The second one, which I'll close with. First Samuel, second Kings, first Kings, sorry, first Kings chapter 3. Hallelujah. Solomon made affinity. Let's start from verse 3. Solomon loved the Lord. Walking the statue of David's father, only sacrificed and burnt in high places. Verse 4. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For there was a high place, a thousand burnt offering the Solomon offered upon that altar. Next verse. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon. Note that word. He went to Gibeon to offer. It was in the same Gibeon God appeared to Solomon. Believe me sincerely. God values where you love him and you demonstrate the love. And for God so loved the world that he gave. Your love is measured many times by what you give. What is our quali- what's the quality of your worship, your offering? When it comes to money, believe I don't want to talk about that. What's the quality? Every, when I say this, I don't want to sound like we are, but we are teachers and we are, there was time I made up my mind, Lord, to give an offering on 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10,000 is an insult. My life changed. I don't, David said that I will offer to God what costs me nothing. Men and brethren, worship is deep when it is done the right way. When you say you love God, you don't, don't say with your mouth. When you are even praying and singing to God, how do you do it? You worship God when it is convenient for you. 
or do you rise early? Do you rise to give him quality worship? When it comes to God, he's watching all these things. Solomon did what no one has ever. God did not even wait for the next day. God appeared to Solomon two times. The two times God appeared to him, the first time, a thousand burnt offering. When God blessed him, the next time he did 120,000 offering. When he did that second Chronicles chapter 7, God appeared and said, if my people are called by my name, the glory of God filled the house and God began to talk. Those were the only two times because he offered unusual offering. It is not gimmick. Some might have used that, but I am telling you, men and brethren, worship isn't complete until there is a giving that tears you apart. It is true. Is God truly forced in your life? You know, it's the only one we cannot deceive. Is he really, is he truly the number one person in your life? Or you just call him the number one? He knows. Is he the number one person? And do you possess things? Then God tells you to give to him. You will die. <laughs> because you cannot. When you get to that level, when there's nothing in your life that cannot be given to you, you have just started living. Then you decide that God is not interested in collecting things from you. He just needed to get to him. There was a man who ran away from God because he read Matthew in the best school. And he heard this kind of message. And he felt that God was going to tell him to go and be a missionary in the village. That thought kept coming. It became a vision that he started seeing a dream in the night. So he decided to backslide, decided taking alcohol. One day, he heard a message, will you surrender to Jesus? I didn't preach by a woman. In that meeting, he broke down, a white man, and he was crying. He was crying. And he went to what I was giving. I said, Lord, today I say to you, send me to any village I'm ready to go. He had that audible where God said, my plan is not to send to any village. I want to use it as a doctor in town. I help you to become a doctor. You work with me in town. I'm on the rich. I'm not saying, but I just wanted you to get to a point in your life where you can say to me, Lord, wherever you send me, I will go. Now that I've heard that from you, stay in town and go multiply these wealth. Surrender. Are you hearing me this morning and you are still afraid of the will of God? There are things around you that you feel that if you say, if you are too close to God and he tells you about this, some have even people in your life. You are dating somebody, you are afraid. It's not a wicked father. If he ever tells you to let go of somebody, it's because there is someone better. And because there is a roadblock ahead. How I long to sing your praise. How I long to love you more. After morning till evening, I told you before, Sunday, from Monday to Sunday, I'll fast from morning till seven. Almost every week, praying that we should be 15 church when this church started. I will be 14, we'll be 13. All of a sudden, people started coming to church. Church was growing. And I was worshiping one day. I think maybe when we got to like 800, or I just heard this voice. If I ask you to stop pastoring and should hand over to someone else and go and become a member somewhere or go to another city where you go, I said, no. Uh, <laughs> when we're struggling, <laughs> there was a day I so much prayed. I went on a retreat. I did dry fasting. I came back. The number reduced further. I became almost discouraged. Kemi was in church then. I told Kemi, I said, maybe God wants me to be a Bible teacher, not a pastor. I was looking for a reason to run away from seeing all your faces. 
because we're so scanty then. At least they were already inviting me to preach in places, and I was preaching in big places. We'll do service, the entire offering, 8,000. We will give six out of it to the poor. People have come to help to arrange chairs without any money. Then somebody invited me to come and preach somewhere. I told them I can only come out our service. So I went there at 11 o'clock and I preached a simple message and they gave me 100k that time. 100k would look like 1 million. Imagine me alone, 100k. The entire church offering, 8,000. So I told the girl, maybe God wants me to be a teacher. <laughs> to start teaching so that I won't have to be praying. I was just wondering. So that time, if the Lord has said that, if I ask you to pastor, if I ask you to leave this church, will you leave? I'll raise my two I leave. I Lord, should I leave now, 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 now? But later, things changed. And he wanted to see, are you attached to the church? And I tell, when we have CCM, I tell them, there's no guarantee. Say so tomorrow, God might ask me to go to another city. I said, so you get when I ask you to do something, do it on time. Because if he tells me to move, I will move to another city. And I'm telling all of you now, Tomorrow you might hear that in Canada. Woo! You see, they don't like it. But all of you are going to Canada. So, <laughs> Canada is not good for pastor. <laughs> or he says go to UK. Or he says go to Zambia. Or he says go to Shepherd of my soul. I give you full control. Wherever you may lead. Uh, thank God for scripture, you know, that school some of us. These were the songs we were raised with to surrender to the master. True riches, purity, sacrifice, a genuine love for God. That God comes before everything. I grew up, I never accepted false fruit as a doctrine. I just saw it as a genuine heart for God. Why should they promote me and the first salary that I want to spend to buy what? So I've been praying for God to give me a job. He gives me the first one. And I'm already buying shoes and tie. And I, I wear the same shoe and now start singing to it. I say, you are the, <laughs> the Lord you come first. No. If it comes first, I must seek the kingdom first. If I'm going to work six years in that job, I have five months, five years and 11 months to collect salary. So what about the first one? So I don't debate. I, that's why I don't tell exactly. But for me, I just wonder what should happen to me. That God opens the door and the first thing I want to do is to begin to satisfy myself. No. I will start. Should I give to The kingdom must be important to you. Let's rise. Is someone blessed today? Hallelujah. You know, I've spoken to young people who have been married there that it's even possible if care is not taken. Marriage can begin to make you. Then you reduce things you do for God. Time you spend with Him. Uh, my husband said, my wife said, my children said, this one. There was a time. One of Pastor Deboe's songs was very sick. And he said the boy was dying. Many years ago, and he said they kept praying. Lord, heal my son. He said, we'll go to the room and he will kneel down. And he was watching the boy. I don't know which one. They passing. 
by the time the Lord will speak, see, always when you pray and nothing happens, ask God what is going on. Sometimes God is so gentle that if you don't ask, he'll just be looking at you. Because Adam didn't ask for a wife and he gave Adam one. And Adam the next day to blame him. The woman you gave me. So I said, so I see you decided that if you don't ask me. But the boy just said, Lord, what is going on? He said he heard that voice. Heal, I should heal your son. It's your son now. He understood immediately. He said, he said, Lord, oh, I am just a custodian. Heal your son. Right in his presence, the boy got up and went to play ball outside. I gave you a son, your son, your son. He just told God, okay, God, it's your son. That was what he wanted to hear. It might not be the same rule for everybody. But see, I tell you, God watches over water and he says, why are you placing this before me? If you don't get this out, you are not going to expect the next level of breakthrough because you have kept this thing. Remember what he said about himself. I, the Lord, am a jealous God. He does not want anything between us. Anything. Hallelujah. All the leaders here, they know. If people give me something very precious, let's say like a car, I make sure that maybe the first one month or two, other people are the ones driving it. I am trying to tear myself so that there is no attachment at all. So you have been driving, I'm not driving what's in my other people. Almost every car I've ever bought in my life, anybody, some other young men in the church who work with me, they are the ones who will go and buy, they are the ones who will drive, go and get people driving around, go to the mechanics to check everything. When they've driven it, over and over again, then I will drive. So the attachments, and I have nothing that no other person around me can, and, uh, uh, this one, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've learned to live a free life. I told them also, I don't, I don't have password on any phone. And people that are very close to me, I have no account that they don't know about. They are trusted people, so nothing. They look at my balance freely. As a matter of fact, I don't transfer myself. They help me. I won't mention the names of people, but I have up to three people. If I want to send money, I just say, please send me transfer money. So, so they all know all the codes, know everything. I know when I saw them, I would say, don't say that. Well, I've not told you the code. <laughs> and there are people who do, and they and I didn't tell you the people, so nobody can harass them. But that's just because to me the headache of sitting down and saying that oh yeah, what's the account number? Zero two two. Okay, which bank? It gets me. I just want to keep going. Just do that. I'm uh, want to give somebody thirty k. Just help me transfer to the person. I'm not saying anybody should do that, you know. Uh, so you must have very faithful men around you. Remember, many are called, few are thieves. <laughs> he said it publicly later, but he told me since. I saw when he shared it in Koinonia, and the video went viral. But he told me since, when that person called me, he told me when it just happened, when somebody hacked into his account. And he was praying, so he didn't see it on time. By the time he looked at the phone, he said they took everything and left 2,000 naira. In his accounts. And the commissioner of police got angry of his state, wanted to, even IGP was one of, he just uh, said, he was angry. He said, okay, let them start the investigation. He said, but the law said that leave it. IGP, his people arrived and he told them that don't worry. See, true wealth, you know you can't lose it. 
True wealth cannot be lost. It's no paper. See, those who did that, it will finish. One day I was listening to Bishop Edigba and he mentioned in the early days of that church, somebody took away some millions and ran away with it. Himself and his Bishop Abbey were passing by lately and they saw the guy in the roundabout waiting for more And they stopped in tears. They just said, oh, 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 it has finished. It has not changed his life. It does, he's still there. Because the Bible said there is a curse over the house of a thief. So when people steal, you don't make too much out do, they don't prosper by stealing. Nobody does. As they steal it, to be stolen away from them. It's a law. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is someone blessed this morning? Let me hear you shout a loud amen. amen. From today, true riches, they are manifesting in every aspect of your life. Amen. That all around you will notice it. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Every business they cost more here. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That shop, that place that you are managing, may the grace of our Lord Jesus come upon it, expand it, multiply it. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for families. True peace. True understanding. A home of joy. Habitation of peace. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are blessed. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.